What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. What up, people? It's the Island for Saturdays podcast. And we got a special guest today. Don V from Don V Fridays. I'm expecting a podcast from him this Friday because he needs to be more consistent. But uh, yeah, we're reviewing Last Chance You Season 3 because we are some Last Chance You heads. We're pretty much anything football heads, like any documentary or any TV show, Friday Night Tykes. We wanted to do Friday Night Tykes review years ago. But uh, we were just bad timing, and then they stopped all of a sudden, and now we're heartbroken, and we're probably the loudest, which is not very loud, the loudest um, people that want Friday Night Tykes back because we missed Friday Night Tykes. But we still got Last Chance You, and Season 3 was interesting, and we're going to review it. All right. Yeah. Overall, let's just start with, with the man. The the main dude, Jason Brown. Um, what are, what are your um, initial thoughts on Jason Brown? Initial thoughts on Jason Brown is uh, he trash just like Buddy was for real. But he, I think it was even more flagrant because he kind of understand with supposedly he's from Compton, so he knows exactly how you know when you dealing with. People growing up in volatile situations and fucked up neighborhoods, and his solution to everything was the same as buddies. Well, get the fuck out. Yeah, get out. Yeah, get to go the fuck home. Then no one. And like I said, it's even more flagrant for Jason Brown because at least Buddy could say, "Well, I didn't know." You know, well, well, I can't relate. Jason Brown claims to relate and claims to be from that environment, but the second somebody pisses him off, get the fuck out, go home. Yeah. I don't know. That's trash as hell. Yeah. And he can't go. No. He can't. No. At all. But I'll say this. He wins games with all the best players. So, I mean, uh, uh, he's got that going. If you go to the Juco level, if I was a Juco coach and you told me, Yeah. I got a... Uh, hey, so, um... I, I, I think Jason Brown is Buddy Stevens with a little bit of credibility. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. At, at least he also went through that, like they did. And at, at least from what we know, because we don't know his whole story. We What we know yeah. is that he didn't quit. Now, he might have had a bunch of chances from other coaches. We don't know what, what coaches he had. But at least in his mind, he believes, like, well, I went through the same thing you guys did, which, you know, we don't really know fully. But, you know, I went through the same thing as you did, but I didn't quit. You know, so I guess that's where he's coming from. But, no, yeah, he, he, he can't coach for shit. And, um, I mean, as a head coach, it sounds like he's doing a good job since, you know, he's getting the wins and the top five finish. So, overall, it sounds like. Like in soccer, that's why they call a soccer professional soccer coaches a uh, uh, managers. They don't call them head coaches because there's an actual coach that coaches. Managers just run shit. So it sounds like he's doing that. But no, there's there's been there was a lot of times where I was just like, dude, you're being a real big piece of shit. And it was weird because he also came out like, oh yeah, well I love my players, my players love me, and I get actually get to know my players. But it never really, you know, it never really came out. And I never yeah. saw where a player just loved him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was yeah. weird. He was supposed to be like, oh, anti-X's and O's and oh, but the players love me, but they didn't. So I didn't, I don't know where he got that from. Yeah, and, and the same thing as far as him and Buddy, I don't think there was even one time where he taught any player any technique. You never see him teaching anything. Yeah, I I don't know how it is at the college level with that, though. I, I really don't know. I know Nick Saban does teach the DBs, or at least he used to. But I know from my experience at the professional soccer level, the head coach doesn't teach like that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I don't know I'm anything about football. I'm talking about taking time. I'm talking about, let's say a player does something wrong. They don't tell them why they did it wrong. They just yell at them that they did it wrong. Yeah, okay. Okay, I see what you mean. I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, I'm a, I'm a construction. So, if somebody who's learning how to build scaffold or do rig work or something, I'm not going to just yell at him and say, you don't do it like that. You know, I'm going to tell you, no, this is what you did wrong, and this is why you did it wrong, and this is how you improve, instead of just motherfucking somebody. Yeah. That just makes people shut down and not want to do it no more. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, I remember season one uh, where Buddy Stevens was like, "Yeah, I swear a lot," and and it really wasn't about him swearing; it was just him being a, a piece of shit and putting his players down. And Jason Brown pretty much did the same thing. But if anyone like needed to stop swearing, is Jason Brown because he said "motherfucker" like way too many times, and he actually called people "mother." It's one thing to say "motherfucker," like all coaches say "motherfucker," but to say it to a player, it's just fucked up, man. That is fucked up. No, but, like, who who can play for that. a person like that? I don't have a problem with none of that. What Buddy fucked up at is when he called motherfuckers thugs and shit, like, and when he, and when Buddy put his hands on a player, like, people gonna cut at you. That's just a part of life. It's just the whole, when you start violating people and making dumbass statements, that's when people got a problem with it. That, see, Buddy and them all... They changed the narrative, him and his kids and the other people were like, well, buddy just likes to cuss, and, and you got to cuss at football. No, man, shut your bitch ass up. Nah. It's not about cussing. Nah. Everybody, every football player from fucking, from six years old got cussed at. They, everybody know the deal with that. They just trying to change the narrative. But. Yeah, yeah. No, but so what I'm saying is, it's okay to cuss at, like, 
if I if if I'm coaching uh, Vito and I'm like, and you fucked up, and let's say this is like the hundredth time you fucked up, I'll say, Vito, didn't I fucking tell you to stop fucking doing that, man? What the fuck? I but I would never say. Vito, you're a motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't call that. That's crazy. Like, how how could you play for someone that calls you a mother to you a motherfucker? Not swearing, swearing around you or you swear with, but someone that calls you. That's that to me is like pure disrespect. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Nah, nah. Yeah. May, may, well, I didn't play football, so I guess I guess we're different. I, mean, I played the other well, football. I mean, yeah, well, it happens. It happens in all sports: basketball, football. It happens. Uh. You just got to keep it moving as far as the cussing. It's just personal violence. Don't violate my personal space. Uh, shit like that. Yeah. So, uh... JB cool, though. Off the, off the field. Like, JB a motherfucker I kick it with, though. Off the field. Yeah, he seems pretty cool. He's definitely cooler than Buddy. Ah, uh, hell yeah. No, I, I feel like he could never hang out with Buddy. Nah. Nah. But, you know what? I kind of wish we did get EMCC... For, so that we could have finally seen a championship on Netflix. That would have been cool, but... I don't want to see Buddy celebrate shit. <laughs> but I like I like the players, though. I loved all EMCC players. Most of them. Yeah, the players? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the players that put in the work. Salute to them. But fuck, buddy. I don't want to see his fat ass celebrate. <laughs> Acting like he did something. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so... And, Mar- and Marcus Wood ain't on that staff. Fuck, buddy. Who's Mar- wait Marcus Wood? That's the offensive coordinator. Yeah. You didn't like him. I love Marcus. Oh, okay, I, I was gonna I'm say saying, he wasn't on his staff, so right. Yeah. No, I mean, shout out to Dad Williams. I mean, he he got a ring, I guess, but you know, no Marcus Wood. Fuck, yeah, Marcus Wood was he was the he was the man. I loved him. Um, so Malik Henry, um, I remembered him. Uh, most of these guys, you know, they'll all say, oh, I was number one. I was number one. And, and they're like, you look it up, and they were like number three, and you don't kind of remember them. But Malik Henry, I remember, and I do remember he was number one at some point. Um, I, I didn't know, remember that he went to Florida State, though. But um, yeah. probably, what do you think? Like, if you were if you were Vito, the, the quarterback coach, would you enjoy working with a player like that? He was all he was on some he was on some dickhead shit. Like they getting blown out by like sixty points and he crying about I gotta call plays, man, you shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> I mean it's disrespectful as shit. Like I mean he was right and Malik Henry is one of those T O he's like T O. Yeah. But like if he feels like he's right, he don't like it's no filter, he gonna like remind you, I was right, I was right. Or if, if his stance is right, because he kept saying we're unorganized and this and that. He was right. Yeah. But it's not your place to say that. It's not your place to shout that from the mountaintops. Like, shut the fuck up. Right. I want to hear your bitch. And you're not even that nice to be this fucking irritating. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, he's probably, my, my take from him, like, talent, talent-wise, probably the most beautiful-looking passer in in uh, last chance you of all that's including Swag Kelly, but DeAndre Johnson was like head and shoulders way above uh, uh, Malik Henry. 
in terms of production. Like he was just he was a monster with it. Like looking back, like oh my god, it wasn't even close. Just like, everything as a, on the on the field, off the field, leadership. You know, it was and just it, it was like what it was probably like the fifth game. At the fifth game, DeAndre Johnson with the same amount of talent playing against harder competition already had like fucking twenty five touchdowns. Malik Henry was like struggling to get like ten at the fifth game. So I, he was like trying to say, "Oh, I'm like you know." He had that attitude of like, "I'm the best here, and I don't need to be here." But he never showed any production. So how? I'm, I'm, I'm it was not, so weird. It was weird. IQ and I know all this and that. And I ain't even here to judge a man by his stats. Just point blank, period. Like his attitude was shitty as hell. Yeah. Like, who do you think you are, my boy? Like, get on with that dumb shit. You ain't even going to class. Who the fuck is you? <laughs> that was weird, right? A guy that got yeah. accepted to Florida State was was struggling in school. Man, he's supposed to be the leader of the team, and he's not going to class. Yeah, that was that was weird. So I'll throw this. I'm gonna throw a little bit uh, of a monkey wrench into the to the Malik Henry uh, saga. <laughs> so I did a lot of digging on Reddit, and uh, I found out. So there was a lot of like, you know, those inside sources, but you know what? It seems pretty legit. And they say that you know, uh at some point at Florida State and definitely during he was at Independence that Malik Henry was is is hardcore like substance abusing on cocaine. And I'm not trying to excuse him with that. And if he does, I I feel bad for the kid because, you know, clearly, you know, he had a kind of a weird childhood. Uh, but it definitely, to me, if that's true, and I'm not trying to, like, you know, throw dirt on his name, and, you know, my podcast isn't even big anyway, so it's okay, I think. But if that's true, that it kind of starts making more sense if he was, like, on drugs the whole time. When I, because I, I rewatched it again, it makes way Kansas. more, huh? Where the hell was he getting cocaine in Independence, Kansas? Man, you can find, pff, you can find anything anywhere. Yeah, dude. Oh, pff. I was I when I went to college I was in the middle of nowhere man they had everything that you can think of man it, it was in Kansas yeah oh me no 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 I was in the middle of like southern Illinois where there's like nobody it's just fucking it's just flat cornfields that's it and people oh, could no, find no, anything talking about Kansas though nah man you'll find it's that a shit la- Illinois got a lake though a big ass lake in Illinois I right? was lake not near, nowhere near the lake though I was. Fucking in that like southern town, central that Illinois. Down to that southern town, even if it was stepped on fifty times, it got down there. But Kansas, but he was sniffing. I don't know what the hell he was sniffing. Fucking. He, uh, probably, he probably is into substance abuse. I'm pretty sure there's some substance abuse. The boy clearly got some anxiety and some mental problems. Oh yeah. And it's, and instead of talking it out with a therapist, he you know does his little self medication. Yeah, and uh, if it's true, it makes a lot more sense, like, what's going on, and goddamn. Huh? Johnny Football was on drugs. Huh? He won't act like a dick. Johnny Football was on drugs. He won't act like a jackass. (laughs) I mean, he kind of was, a little bit. I mean, yeah, but he was balling, though. Yeah. For sure, for sure. He wasn't showing up Kevin Sumlin on the sideline. No, no, definitely not. No, no. No, he would never. It's weird that... uh, Johnny Manziel is probably a little more, oh, well, a lot more classier than than Malik Henry. Def, I would definitely want rather play for Johnny Manziel. Well, Johnny football bust the girl's eardrum. 
Oh shit! I totally forgot about that. Well, you know what? Um, we gonna we're gonna edit that one out. That's something that's definitely not gonna make the final cut. No, but you know what? You know what I found myself doing these last two years? I completely avoid JUCO recruiting and JUCO rankings and, and any JUCO anything JUCO. I avoid because I don't want to ruin last chance you. I don't know if you found yourself doing that too. No, I mean, whatever pops up, pops up. I ain't, I'm not, no, nah, it ain't that deep. Nah, it's, it's, it gets deep <laughs> for me. I don't know why. I mean, like, as far as, I guess, if you know where the school's going to be, I don't want to know what happens with some of the players. Oh, okay. Like, like I didn't want to look up any of the players on that team, like, what they're doing right now. Right, yeah. I wanted to see what happened after the credits. And, um, yeah, stuff like that. But I ain't avoid, like, who won the national title and all that. It popped up, it popped up. I ain't get mad about it. I think this year I did see the national title because uh, I knew they weren't going to do EMCC. So I did see that, though. But you're right. Like, I didn't look at, like, the players that were at that school. Definitely not during the show. But, uh. Yeah. I mean, the only player I was aware of was Malik Henry, like, before this book. When they said it was going to be an independent and Malik Henry was there, that was the only player I knew. Yeah, same. Going in. So I didn't like, I ducked like Malik Henry news. And you know what? Uh, I, I want to still talk about Malik Henry. Because you know what? I I found it interesting that he he played for like four schools in his high school career, but he never was like productive. You know what I mean? He just was doing like really well at camps. And, uh... I don't know, man. It And I do feel bad for the kid because his dad was weird. And he was like, oh, yeah, the business of high school football is different. And it's like, this kid's a – he's a kid, man. Like, what? He's like 16 years old and you're making it, like, way too serious than it should be. Yeah, his, his daddy his daddy's trying to – I don't know. He on some LeBron ball shit. Like, yeah. his pops a weirdo. You got to let these kids – you gotta let these kids like enjoy themselves and all that. Malik Henry should have probably been in public school somewhere. You got your son as a high school free agent. Like, come on, man, relax. Yeah, that was weird. Like he he was that, that's definitely the vibe I got from him from like learning that all that other stuff that yeah, like what he did before, like a free agent. Slow it, it's weird. Slow it down, pops. Like your son from California, you got him going to IMG. Relax, relax. So you know he got that bag from IMG. You think so? You, how do you know anything about that? Because I'm not, you know, into all that stuff. But like, how do they get their players? Do you know? Like, do they give out money? I, how IMG do it? Yeah. They do it like everybody else do it. They drop bags off. I mean, well, I'm from, you know, I say this shit, I say this shit all the time. I'm from Louisville, Virginia, and the biggest uh, public school. Hampton High School and Beacon High School. Um, and hell yeah, they recruit. Shit. Yeah, they gotta get your, they gotta get your mama a job, get your daddy a job. You know. Damn. All right. Now IMG is different because that's like a prep school, so they probably just flat out got a bag. Yeah. You know. Shit. Is this? Is that? I mean, you, you gotta think. If your son is one of the top rated quarterbacks in California. If he was a poor public school kid, his daddy couldn't afford to just move him to Florida. Or just, you know, oh, I want to see my son. No. When you move your son across the country, mm. who, yeah. would do, who would do that for no fucking reason other than recruiting? 
if he was the number one quarterback anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. I you know what I, I Man, thought it was just you know IMG's got the best facilities and and some great coaches. I mean they do, and and they get a scholarship. You know that's what I thought. You know I. But who the hell would just move the, up and move their kid from LA to Florida somewhere? You're right. You're right. Uh, but uh, you know who would? You know what? You know who would? Uh, Malik Henry's dad, cause he's a psycho. Malik Henry. Oh yeah, cause he got that bag. Now, that's not psycho. That was a money move. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, damn, I don't. I didn't want to just like talk about player per player, but it, I think uh, one of the most, one of the best stories of all all the kids was uh, Bobby Bruce. Uh, yeah. I could definitely. It was definitely. I felt like everyone that watched Bobby Bruce either like felt bad the entire time for the kid, or at least could relate to with him on some level. Yeah, and you know, I think uh, what Last Chance U has done, and, and all, all types of football documentaries and, and all types of things like that, is is you start to uh, humanize these players. Because, especially when I was like younger, when I was 14 and 15, I had stupid, like we all have stupid thoughts. And, and you think, okay, you see a great talent, and then, you know, you see them get arrested, and you're like, oh, what an idiot, he had all the talent, why did that happen? And, you know, when you watch these documentaries, you're like, oh, shit, of course, you could easily see a kid getting wrapped up in a bad situation, you know, just because of the environment that he grew up in and, and the people that that's around him. And it, it's it's really it's almost like, fuck, man, like, how the fuck? Like, honestly, at some point I was like, how the fuck is Bobby going to do this? How is he going to how the fuck is he going to get him out himself out of the the, the neighborhood that he grew up in? Cause he's he's really he was really from the beginning in an uphill battle like a really hard uphill battle. The kid had like he probably had straight D's in high school, and I don't want to bring myself into it, but I definitely related to him on that same level. Like I was a JUCO player that a coach was like, "Yo, man, just come play for me." And you know we had all the talent, but you know I, he didn't give a fuck about my grades. He just wanted the wins. And and Bobby Bobby's coach is the same way, and. I had all the opportunity because I was really blessed to come from the suburbs where like I could go back home and I could still go to school and work and still be at a, you know, a good home and stay out of trouble. Bobby, you know, he didn't have people that went to college to support him, you know, and tell him, Hey, this is what you have to do in college. You know, he couldn't really go back home to a college local to him and work. And, you know, it's hard to stay out of trouble. You know what I mean? And, I just felt like, holy shit, I was so fucking... Like, I knew I was blessed, but fuck was I fucking blessed. And that poor kid, man, like, 
that battle that he that uphill battle i honestly from i want to say like the second episode i was like if i was in that position i would have cried and i would have broken down and i would have gave it up already like i'd be done and i feel bad for the kid that that he did end up in that situation because he doesn't deserve that and there are probably thousands upon thousands of bobby bruce's all across america and it's just that's why I love Last Chance You. It really gives you that that human perspective on like just America, what's going on in our country, man. Yeah, you look at yeah, you look at stories like that, and you just like, damn. Like I, you know, he got little, he got into that little trouble, but you know, like buddy came out, old dude came out and, and tweeted the picture with him at the airport, like he's going back. I'm like, okay, that's good, and hopefully he take advantage. He got out that situation. Uh huh. But um, shout out Bobby Bruce though. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything that you want to talk about? Um, shout out who is his name Emmett. Oh, Emmett oh, uh Gooden. Emmett Gooden. Emmett Gooden was a beast though. Oh, he was. Like, like, Emmett Gooden was a beast. I, that's uh, that's all I got to add. He was. You know what? I look because I looked him up, and I'm sure you looked him. Up. He, I didn't know he was a five star. He was a five star at a high school. He was just one of the kids that didn't have the grades or whatever it was. Yeah, he was he was like one of the best players in the country, like straight up, like amazing. But just didn't have the grades. But yeah, because he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm the best player in the country," and I was like, "Okay, slow your roll, buddy. I've never heard of you in my life." He doesn't even say you came from another school. And then like some point, like I I think I looked him up and I was like, "Oh shit, no way, he might be like one of the best players." Holy shit! But no, Evan Gooden's great. You know who I was rooting for too, and I'm glad he's well. Is uh um Rakeem Boyd. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, he was balling. Yeah. The yeah, kid that he had, uh, another, he had another crazy story, you know, from New Orleans. Yeah. Katrina happens, you gotta go to Houston. Yeah. And uh what did you think you know what, I, cause I'm gonna feel like an asshole, but I, I wanna I wanna hear what you think of uh what's his name? Michigan running back. Uh I mean he didn't work out. I don't I don't have any like deeper takes. Didn't work out for him. Cause you know what, I he was like complaining about like oh um, I felt used and whatever, but I felt like yeah like okay so like yeah they said like he was used, but I mean he felt I felt like he got a lot of chances and he just fumbled and and like a no star yeah. running back played better than him, so I thought though yeah, I he didn't got, he got outplayed you know it happens he, he got outplayed I mean then him and the other dude was like you know we got lied to. I, I I guess I mean everybody got the ball though, right? Yeah, I I I I didn't really feel bad for the kid at all. I don't know what what he was on. He was making it seem like people used him, and and maybe he was convinced in a bad way to go to Independence. Maybe he should have gone to another JUCO because JB was such a bad coach. But I felt like he had enough chances. I don't know why he was. Com- it was weird that he was complaining. I don't know. Yeah, like they got him, like. If he never touched the ball, I would understand. Like, right, yeah. They was, run, they was running a rotation. Everybody got an opportunity. If you get outplayed by the third string, what are they supposed to do? If they if they don't, if they play you over the third string, then the third string is the one that got used. That's politics. Now you're not even thinking about what's best for the team. Right. <laughs> oh, shout out to uh, uh, the guy who's my age, Carlos Thompson, fucking uh, 26, 26-year-old. Carlos Thompson is 26. No, well, he was a freshman at, in 2013. 
I think he's like 23 though. Oh. He's yeah. definitely he's he up there with Calvin Ridley. No, uh what what was the wait, well uh uh Texas uh, uh, wide receiver. Was it Shipley? Oh, he's about Quan Cosby. No, Shipley. Cole McCoy is like boy. Jordan Shipley, yeah. <laughs> oh man. But as far as being old. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Quan Cosby was the one that was old. No, I'm telling you, Jordan Shipley was like legit 25 years old when they went to the national Quan championship. Quan Cosby was old too, though. Oh, I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying yeah. that Jordan Shipley was legit 25 years old in the national title game. Yeah, probably. I mean, Quan Cosby didn't play in that game. He was already old. He was like Quan Cosby was like. A year or two before that, but Quan Cosby came into the NFL like 26. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, but Quan used to ball though. Shout out Quan Cosby if you're listening. Salute. Quan Cosby. Yeah, no, I like Carlos Thompson, and I'm glad he got it together. He got a million chances, but you know what, man? Fuck it. I mean, I feel like yeah. there should be more chances for anybody that comes from a. Uh, any sort of background that was difficult. Like, it doesn't yeah, seem like his background was that bad. His background looked good. His background That's wasn't good. bad. No, no, no. I'm not saying it was bad. It was yeah. like, it was rough, yeah. but it, it, it definitely, is, it's not the, it's not, I'm, I'm going to make it uh, controversial. It's not a white background, suburban white background. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it was still, uh, he had a, he came to like, his mama kept him on the street. If your mama got the money to continue to afford you to fuck up in all these yukos and it cost her thousands of dollars you came from a nice privileged home because if he came from a broken home once he fucked up the first time that's a wrap yeah ain't no well I'ma just pay another couple thousand for these juco transcripts or whatever the fuck she wanted she was paying thousands of dollars for yeah it wouldn't even it wouldn't even have been an option like oh no our career's over you could've went to school for free but you fucked it up right and then you just look at his teammate Bobby, totally different. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure he had struggle in his life. Life is suffering, but as far as you know, coming from a fucked up ass situation, right? Nah, like his shit was totally self inflicted. I mean, I, I, we're having this discussion about because I guess he said he couldn't stop smoking marijuana, and, and you know, people doing the whole addiction is a disease thing. So maybe he's he maybe he was diseased. Disease on marijuana? Nah. I mean, that's what they said he got kicked out. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't smoking with him, so. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but he was getting kicked out of schools. So, um, what's her name? Miss Brittany? And, uh, shit, now I forgot her teacher. Latanya. 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 Yes. What's her last name? Who liked, who liked one of my tweets and retweeted me? Wait, what, what? Who liked one of my tweets? And retweeted me and replied to me. Oh shit! Via Twitter. What did she say? I called her a Nubian queen. She said thank you. Oh man, damn! You were blessed. Yes, I am. So no, let's not do the comparison. That's not. But let, let's do um. What what were the best qualities of the, out of those two? Um. Well, the best qualities out of I guess Brittany Wagner was I can't say oh she cared because they paid her to care and she seemed like she genuinely cared. I guess she was relentless. I mean she could have just said, Well, 
well, you don't care no more, so why should I? But she she never gave up on some legit fuck-ups. Like, they uh-huh. gave Miss Brittany some fuck-ups. And she never, she, she seemed to be fair, and she seemed to, uh, even when they would give up on themselves, she wouldn't give up. And that's, that's very admirable. And for, for Latanya Pinker, um, she was all about uplifting black people. And I don't give a fuck who gets offended about that. Because black people need uplifting. But, but all lives matter, dude. Come on. They do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, she I thought... Really, she was really all about uplifting black men to let us know that it's more to life than just athletics or whatever. You know, we, we got to be better people as black men. She had no problem. She, she was unapologetic about uplifting black men. And yeah. that's great. Yeah, no, I, I loved it for that. I think that's definitely not afraid uh, to speak her mind about that and definitely not afraid to say, yeah, um, I'm in it to help young black kids trying to uh, improve their lives. That's what I'm in it for. And I, I yeah. really I really love that about her, just not afraid. And I, I, don't, I don't see how anyone could get mad at that, you know what I mean? Definitely don't want to hear no All Lives Matter about that shit because... Uh, what about the white kids? He didn't uplift them. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. I mean, even though old boy, they had the boy from Nevada. He did kind of. He had a fucked up upbringing too. Yo, yeah. Um, was it uh, Buck Buckmaster? Was that his name? Yeah, Buck. Yeah. Yeah. No, he had a, he had a rough background. I feel. Uh, and he 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 did well for himself. So good for him. Um. So let's do it. Let's uh. Top five worst people. From Last Chance You. Or what did you... What, you you said it better. I don't know what you said. The biggest pieces of shit? I don't know. Top five shittiest people. Top five shittiest people. Last Chance You. Yes. You want me to go first? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. Number five, I got Jason Brown. Coach Brown. You know it's bad. If he's fifth... Shit. Um... I mean, for the same stuff I said before, but he claims to be from Compton. He claims to know what these kids go through. But then, like I said, anytime you're quick to push people away and you know what they and you know what they're going back to, I mean, you you, you kind of trash for that. Like, you, he told the one dude, "Oh, but just go back to Nevada," knowing that he, you know, knowing his family situation. That's trash behavior. It's hard to defend that. Right. It's hard to defend behavior like that, and he's not that good of a coach. As far as X's and O's, hell of a recruiter, not that good of a coach. So that's number five. Number four, John Franklin III. Really? John Franklin III was hella delusional. Um, yeah. Didn't, oh, didn't yeah, that's the best way to describe him. Delusional as fuck. Didn't know, didn't know, couldn't see the blessings that he had. Uh, didn't even outplay Wyatt Roberts, who was clearly better than him. Still got an opportunity to play at Auburn. Had the balls to throw a UAB offer in the trash when he could have started at UAB. He decided to go be a third string at Auburn when, if he would have went to UAB, he could have played quarterback there and probably been a love celebrity. But no, he's too good for UAB. He'd rather go ride the pine at Auburn. Just delusional as hell. Like, he's not a bad person. Like, he just makes this list because. Oh, as far as spoiled and 
like that? Yeah. Definitely. And he wasn't even better than the quarterback that was supposed to be his backup. His backup was better than him. And got and had to walk on with that Mississippi State. That's insane. <laughs> okay, number three, Malik Henry. We talked about Malik Henry. Um, I had him third before I even heard about any substance abuse. Another one, just delusional as hell, like, and just think he's too good for Juco. Like, you're there for a reason, my boy. Uh, disrespectful to his coaches. Disrespect. Shout out to my man who, uh, with the man bun, who was living in living in the basement, doing that shit for free, putting up with Malik Henry ass. Yeah. Like, yeah, this shit was crazy. Disrespecting the little intern dude. You the quarterback. You don't want to leave. You don't want to go to class. Just dumb shit. Just a headache. Like a headache when the quarterback is the last person that needs to be the headache. Number two, Cam Carter. Cam Carter. Dog, Cam Carter is... I don't uh, know why, but I thought you liked Cam Carter. I mean, I like him as a person, but as a, I, you know, character on the show, he was terrible. And Cam Carter's from uh, suburban Maryland. Like, he's from, like, Montgomery County, which is, like, 20 minutes from D.C., 20, uh-huh. 25 minutes from D.C. So, but he grew up in Montgomery County. And he, for him to act the way he acts, and that that might be once again mental illness at play, anxiety, uh, stuff like that. But Jesus, everybody had to put up with that shit. It was terrible. And before I go to number one, which is probably the easiest to get, I'm gonna do an honorable mention because number one is so easy to predict. My honorable mention, top, you know, shittiest person last chance. She was DJ Law, and it's not because he's a bad person, but he is a person who could not see the big picture. This is a person who had all the talent, but no drive. No drive that wanted, like, anything that required effort. Nah, I can't do that. And I just think, and God bless him, whatever he's doing right now, I hope he's doing the best at it, but he probably another one that could have legit had an NFL career but just no drive, no passion for it. Uh, just didn't want to put the work in, and it's a shame. Yeah. Number one, number one, buddy, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> fuck Buddy Stevens. We know why Buddy Stevens is number one. Fuck him. What's your list? Mine? Uh, so, I had um, a different kind of list. Same, pretty much same thing. But uh, number five. So I, I wanted to go off DJ Law. So DJ Law and Ronald Ali's attitude in the beginning of of the, of season one, uh, because I and I understand the background. I feel bad for them, but you know, like you said, when things got tough, they were like, "Fuck this, I'm going home." And you know, Brittany, Brittany Wagner brought up a great point. I feel like everyone was thinking that. Okay, what the fuck are you going home to? Dude, this is the only... This is right now is the only thing that you have. What are you talking about? Go home. So their attitude in, in that, you know, in that part of... Uh, in that part of, I guess, life or whatever, or whatever the show, 
to me, was one of the worst things I ever heard because there was just no logic to it. Well, this is hard, so I'm going home. What the fuck are you going home to, dude? You have nothing else right now. Like, this is right now, this is your ticket right here. Like, you, I mean, can, you can get something. Sometimes, in the moment, it just be a tantrum. They're not going nowhere, but sometimes you just, you just tell yourself that. And you might even act like you're leaving, but sometimes people just really want to feel like they care. Don't go, don't go. Ah, it ain't going nowhere. Okay. I know ne- I never thought of that at all, but okay, all right. Yeah, I, shit. When I moved away, when I moved away from home to do this construction shit, anytime I had a bad day, I'm going back to Virginia for this. But I ain't gonna work. <laughs> Sometimes in the in the moment, you just say stuff like, I you know you have bad moments and you just like you just want to hear people say don't go, just try to stick it out. Uh-huh. Uh, number four. I mean, I think we had like similar top fives, but it's all right. Malik, the the Henry family, and I don't I want to exclude the mom because I have no, no I have no knowledge of the mom, but obviously you know Malik Henry we talked about him, but Malik Henry's dad, I think. Lavar Henry. Lavar Henry, but you know what? At least Lavar was there from birth till adulthood, and from what we know, it sounds like. Oh, my son is one of the best players in the state of California. Let me go back into his life. Like, that, that, that is, I don't like that at all. Like, I fucking despise that part. And I guess we don't know all the facts of that, but from what we know, from what I know, it sounds like, oh, shit, this is really cool, and this might be, you know, a little bit of a ticket of extra boost uh, for my income. I mean, you was know what I mean? Did it be though, or was his parents just separated? It sounds like he was separated, but he didn't really see his son, and then he finally started seeing his son once his son was like a big time, you know, quarterback at whatever I grade mean, he if was. His daddy was paying child support. I mean, you know what's going on. Uh, 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 no, like, nah, man, nah, no, 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 no. Nah, nah. Paying child support, but Lee Henry looked like a cat that ain't grow up wanting for shit. Nah, that's very important. I know that, but you got to be there for your kid, man. No, I, I, nah, man, nah. Raise the kids, but if, if, if we, we don't know his mama, that that situation with them together might have been so toxic. He might have said, you know what, I'm gonna remove myself. I'm gonna support my child. But me and you, if if if, if seeing my son means I got to deal with you, this ain't gonna work. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just from experience, it's like. I don't know, man. I just, I know maybe you haven't, ex- I don't want to say you haven't experienced it yet. You know, I, I am a father. I just can't see a situation where like someone is just so toxic. Just from speaking of experience, like where, where someone's so toxic that I can't see my child. Like for me, like I don't, I'm not making it about me, but like me personally, there's nothing that's stopping me to see my child, you know, m- most of the week. You know what I mean? I might not have the experience. Thank you. Well, let's move on. Number three, JB. JB, man. Uh, we talked about him. But you know what? Like I said, I think he's Buddy Stevens with more credibility. At least he can say, like, yeah, I went through a lot of the things you went through. So that's why he's number three and not number one. But definitely the insulting of players. Again, I guess I never played football, so I don't know. Maybe it's different. 
but I just I can never as a coach as well. It's like I'm like that that is no that is never acceptable to me is insulting players straight up. You know what I mean? Like the way he did it. I get it like, you know, pointing out some things and definitely criticism is more than welcome for me. But like I just never love insulting. What's up? I mean, yeah, you got Rage Boy sometimes, but some of the shit he was saying was unnecessary. Yeah, oh yeah. You got a fellow coach throwing shit at you. You know what's the other thing that I forgot to mention about him? He didn't even realize that you know, like the the cliche of you're the a coach is or a wait wait a, a a team is a reflection of their coach, and at some point, like the kids just started getting flags for like the dumbest shit, and then he's like, "Why did you give me that flag?" It's like, dude, you are setting that culture up for them to do that. Like you you did that, not the like you caused this shit. Number two, Cam Carter, and yeah, I. Never, mm, I would, I, I, you know what, honestly, I would rather coach Malik Henry than Cam Carter. Like, I feel like that's not a hot take. Is that a hot take? That shit was smoking. That's, <laughs> that is a smoking hot take. At least Cam didn't try to coach. Wait, what's up? At least Cam didn't try to do, uh, what his job for him. Well, like, Cam, yeah. You're right, but Cam also, like was trying to choke out his coach that was bigger than him. You know what I mean? Like, Cam Carter would probably... If I was his defense... I mean, I would never be his defensive line coach, but if I was his defensive line coach, he, he might have fucking <laughs> killed me. He might have caught one. Yeah. Right, Cam Carter killed me. Yeah, no, I, I can never... Oh, God. And you know what? He's transferring out of Pittsburgh now, by the what? way. What? Yep. Yep. Where are you going now? I have no idea. I just read it the other day that Pittsburgh uh, announced that he's transferring, and that was that's all. That's all I know. That's the only info that I could find. But yeah. Oh, that is, so he is going to his fourth college. Yep. Yep. And I wonder whose fault is that. I wonder whose fault is that. It can't be. The, it can't be three different colleges' fault. Right. I mean, obviously he was going to have to transfer to EMCC, but... But he got himself in EMCC, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. No, I don't think so. At least, well, that's not what it said. So he gonna have to go to a small school. Probably. Yep. You know, Carl, Carlos Thompson's this thing. He's gonna keep doing he this till he's twenty-five. Might as well come on back around right here. <laughs> might as well come on back to DC. Right? Yeah, I don't think he played, so he might. He might have another whole three years. Shit. Might as well come on back home. And uh, number one, the biggest piece of shit. And I don't, I don't even think I have to say, I'm not, you know what, I'm not even going to say the name because I think everyone knows who it is. It's BS. Literally BS. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 what, what, I can't, what can I say more that hasn't already been said about him? So, I mean, we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah. So, uh, overall thoughts, season three, any, um, anything to wrap it up? Conclusion? Uh, 
When um, uh, so when are we gonna start uh the protests or the hunger strikes for uh, to bring back uh Friday night tykes? Um, there there will be no no protest to bring back. I love Friday night tykes, but uh, if they don't want to do it no more, they feel like it's ran its course. Well, from what I know, it sounded like um, it's just Esquire like. Pretty much was like folding, I guess, or getting bankrupt, so they couldn't afford it. Uh-oh. And they were shopping it around, and then no one really wanted to pick it up because of such the the negative uh, the negative attention it's it was crazy. getting. Yeah, because a lot of the negative shit was that one dude. Yeah, pretty much. And he was gone after season one. Yeah, like they sold the show at first. They literally sold the show on that dude being a psycho. Yeah, and he was gone after like a season one. Well, it was definitely, even without him, was definitely the best, also the worst show of all time. Like, I loved it, and I also hated it. Like, it was disgusting, and I was super intrigued by it. It was it was definitely a fucking show. Last Chance You is definitely a better alternative, though. I'll say that. And uh, I ain't watched Uncle Snoop. Or oh, you haven't? I haven't watched that. Oh, man. It's good. It's good. I think you like it. It's definitely uh, it's like a watered down uh Friday Night Tikes, but Snoop Dogg is in it, so it's actually kind of it's really entertaining. I got I liked it a lot. I I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's no it's no deranged toxic coach on. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the <laughs> other coach that I already forgot his name. I, he he's honestly he might be a little bit like JB. But you can get away with the the knowledge of of coaching at that level, I guess, because it's only like running in like short passes. So no, you got to be kind of crazy to play football, though. Coach football, like you got to be wired a little crazy, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I like I, I don't like it sometimes, but I, I get it. Yeah. You got to be kind of fucked up in the head to want to run into other people. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. Like, I never played, so I can't. I don't want to judge too hard. Hey, I ain't played. Uh, what's the word? Organized. But you gotta be a fucking crazy to run into people for free. Yeah, and at full speed. At full speed. Yeah, like and and people always like try to bring in rugby. Oh, rugby doesn't have pads, but rugby never Jeez. goes like top speed at each other. You know what I mean? They running. They running from the distance. Yeah. Right. You you show me a rugby player with CTE. There is, but it's not as it's definitely nowhere near like the football. There is that, but it's not like they nowhere near. Head is a better rim, but they you put okay. If you put football players on a rugby field, they would lose. You put rugby players on a football field, they would die. <laughs> And they tried that. They have tried that a lot. Like they have, they have tried to put like some some top like rugby players to play football, and they just can't do it. They're just not. They it doesn't translate well. But I, I really believe like football players, they would do really well. Yeah, I mean, they would still lose because you know. Oh, game, for sure. Game game. For Plus, sure. They've been playing it their whole life, but they wouldn't get physically whooped. No, no. But it is crazy. But um, yeah, you got any um, you got anything to plug? Zombie Fridays? Is it? Are we gonna get one uh, this week? No shame, no shame. This club. 
Ooh. Addiction. Nice. Wait, uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, are you gonna do hot takes on uh, a heroin addict? Hell yeah! <laughs> oh man, oh, folks, I gotta tell the truth. folks, you have to tune in. It's gonna be, it's gonna be one of the best, I think. And no, I, I agree with you too. I think, um, and you know what? When I heard it, I was kind of like, okay, and, and it's I don't like, even know who Demi Lovato is. you don't know who she is. Dude, she is probably the finest, like, oh, yeah, pop singer the there ever was. I saw the picture. She can get it. But what I'm saying is I'm 31, so whatever she used to, whatever, you know, she's famous for, she looks like she's for a different demographic, first of all, and I'm 31. She looks like she's like 20. So. She's fucking gorgeous. You know, I think she's actually my age. So, honestly, not that far. I'm 26. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, but she got famous off of being Selena Gomez's best friend. That that's pretty much what happened. But she she's an actor and a and a singer, so I'll give her that. But she pretty much got famous for being Selena Gomez's friend. Okay, now I know who Selena Gomez is because she let Bieber Bentley hit. I'm, I'm I'm hip to Selena Gomez, but who the other one though? Because there was three of them. Hannah Montana, I don't know. Miley Cyrus. Nah, the other it's another brown one. I don't want to get problematic on your podcast, but that's a hush. No, nah. She white? No, no, no. She, she, no. She's Mexican, or I don't know. She's Mexican. She's definitely uh, Latina. Uh, she's a POC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, it was Demi Lovato, Vanessa Hudgens, and uh, Selena Gomez. That, that, that's like the Migos. You, you ready? You ready for the hottest take of 2018? But I've been doing saying this take since like 2011. Vanessa Hudgens is like the most eye-looking girl I've ever seen. <laughs> She's the cutest eye-looking girl I've ever seen. I'll give her that. I mean, serious, man. I'm. I honestly, in my high school, wasn't you know didn't have they had some decent girls. Honestly, I felt like I'd seen Vanessa Hudgens in the hallway at some point in my high school. Uh, I ain't never seen no Vanessa Hudgens movie, but <laughs> no, she's man. Bad, she's cute. She's I mean, unless she's fucking with that dope, like shawty girl, but no, Vanessa Hudgens. Unless she started fucking with that shit, like old girl, but she be idle. No, I'd still, um, I'd still cuff Demi Lovato. I, I love her. She off that dog food. <laughs> <laughs> No, but these are... I'm laughing, but these are some serious takes. I'm not even joking. I'm not joking. I will... I will, um... I will cure addiction for Demi Lovato if I could. I...
Uh, Temper Pudic. Mm. Uh, it's so it's so comfortable. Yeah. And if you make an addict a victim, and if you make a fat person a victim, then they can just fall into that mattress and say, "Well, I'm a victim. I'm a disease." Nah, man. We gotta start shaming things, man. Fuck that shit. Get off that dog food. Get off that. Get off that, all that shit. That K two, that spice, whatever. Leave that shit alone, man. Like real talk. Like get off that shit. I can say that shit as a person. Okay, well, you not on drugs. Or, man, stop fucking with that shit, man. Smoke a little weed if you want to. Yeah. It's other shit you can do, man. Everybody got to fight. I ain't here to judge nobody. Get the hell off that dope. They're killing too many kids out here. For sure. No, I, uh, yeah. I, I was definitely not in the, I mean, I understand the takes that, like, hey, um, Let's not be, or, 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 you know, like, oh, this is a serious issue or whatever. But at the same time, I'm going to retweet something that's hilarious. And, uh, I definitely don't want to ever, like, like you said, make, make, uh, drug addicts feel like they can be comfortable being drug addicts. You know what I mean? At, at the end of the day, we, if you have a family member that's a drug addict, you don't want them to be a drug addict. So you don't want them to just... Be like, well, you know, I just do drugs. It's just really not much I can do. You know what I mean? So, yeah, for sure. All right, though. I think that was a good pod. So, we're gonna peace out. Don V Fridays. Catch the Demi Lovato episode. She's hotter than Vanessa Hudgens. And uh, peace out. <laughs>